born in St. Mark. As we born in St. Mark, I, I, I welcome you to this worship service in the name of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. And I'm just gonna, gonna ask that you would and, uh, come with a spirit of joy and gladness. If you feel like shouting, you just shout. If you feel like stomping, you stomp right in your home. If you still feel like uh, screaming out to the glory of God, you just scream out as much as you want to do. You just, just be happy and joyful because this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Be glad in it. Be glad in it. And so uh, I invite you now to this to this to this worship experience, and, and we invoke the, the, the word of God, and we invoke the power of God on this day. So uh, if, if, if uh, the prayer warrior will come on and, and give us our invocation, and then we will proceed in music, and we will give glory to the to the to, to, to God our Father, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, and the Holy Spirit that will move and with, within us on this day. Go right ahead. Come Holy Spirit, fall on us now. We need your anointing, come in your power. We love you, Holy Spirit. You're captivating our soul. And every day we grow to love you more. We're reaching for your heart. You hold our life in your hand, drawing us closer to you. We felt, feel your power renewed. Nothing compares to this place where we you face to face. We worship you in spirit and in truth. Now let us all bow our heads. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this glorious day. We thank you for the opportunity to wake up this Sunday morning. We thank you, dear God, for allowing us to be in the midst of this worship service virtually, dear God. We're asking you to be in the midst of every single home this morning, dear God. We're asking you to touch everyone from the top of their heads to the sole of their feet, most gracious Heavenly Father. Oh, Holy Spirit, come into this worship experience, dear God. Allow your Holy Spirit to reign from each household to each household, to every heart that assembled virtually here this morning. Oh, most gracious Heavenly Father, you know the needs that all of us are enduring, dear God. But we're asking you, dear God, to pour within us a spirit of faith, a spirit of love, a spirit of encouragement, dear God, a spirit of a fighting, dear God, that we know that we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. Oh, bless the, the choir that is going to assemble this morning. Dear God, bless the speaker of the hour, Reverend Pastor Martin, dear God. Pour in him your holy word. Decrease him, dear God, and allow the Holy Spirit to reign within him, dear God. Allow our minds and our hearts to take everything, dear God, that you want us to take away this morning, dear God. We do not take it for granted because someone did not wake up this morning. And we just say thank you, dear God, for breathing life into each and every single one of us. As we go forth in this worship experience, be there, dear God, be in the midst of it. Oh, Holy Spirit, reign within this place. This humble prayer we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Better by and by. 
Scripture reading for this morning is taken from 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1, and 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 7 through 11. Verse 3. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. Verse 7. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he said, and he got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak. Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears of it tingle. The word of God for the people of God in the presence of God Almighty. Amen. Amen. Let us go to God in prayer. Um, I am more than aware that there are some under the sound of my voice that are dealing with stress, dealing with heartbreak, dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. And my suggestion for you this morning is to come to God in prayer. Lay your burdens down before the Lord, for he will take care of you. Let us join together in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, for another day. We thank you, Father God, for another worship experience. We thank you, Father God, that you woke us up this morning and you protected us from danger seen and unseen in the midst of the night. We come to you, Heavenly Father, by the power of your Son, Jesus the Christ, by the Holy Spirit that moves and abides within us. We come to you, Father God, lifting up certain petitions and certain concerns, and we come to you laying our worries in our prayers. Heavenly Father, you are God. You are 
great I am. You have all power. You have all authority. So we, we know we can come to you, Father God, and whatever we ask for in prayer, if we believe, if it's in your will, you will provide. So, so, so on this day, Father God, we come to you asking for healing. Heal us from cancer. Heal us from this virus. Heal us from depression and anxiety. Heal us from addictions, alcohol and drug and pornography. Heal us from diabetes. Heal us from arthritis. Heal us from heart disease. I don't know what your ailment is. Just put it in the section. Heal us, Father God, for you can do all things. Allow us to touch the heel of your garment and feel your power and your authority run through our body. Somebody is healed this morning in the name of Jesus. And we call on you, Father God, for somebody needs a financial breakthrough. Somebody's been praying to address their needs. For you have said, seek ye first the kingdom of God in all of its righteousness and these things will be added unto you. So Father God, we come to you first. We count on what you're going to do. Heavenly Father, we're, we're, we're praying right now for, for our children during the school year that you will pour into them, protect the educators, protect the teachers, protect the administrators, protect our children. Oh, we call out the crossing guards on, 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 on the street corner. We, we call out the bus drivers. We call out uh, the nurses. We call out those who are trying to make our children and protect them and keep them safe. Father God, we. We call out the first responders, police and firemen who protect us. Now, Father God, on this day, do something new. Do something incredible. Do something for the hearts of those who are listening to this virtual worship service. And we will give you praise. We will give you praise, Father God, not only for the things that you have done, not only for the things that you're doing, but right now we give you a praise for what you're gonna do. Oh, Father God, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. We pray for the family of St. Mark. We pray for every believer and non-believer who is listening right now. We pray that the Lord will touch them and speak to them on this day. And all these things we ask in the greatest name, in the greatest person, we ask in the name of Jesus the Christ. Thank you. Thank you. be honest sometimes I don't understand why you let me fall when the world is in your hand you can stop it all if you wanted to but you don't you just let me go on but I know you never let it kill me Oh, that make me strong I know, I know it's all For a purpose I know it will all be worth it 
once again, just for emphasis. I'll be reading from 1 Samuel, the third chapter, starting with the first verse. That's 1 Samuel, third chapter, starting with the first verse, and I'm going to jump down to the 7th through the 11th verse. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days, and visions were not widespread. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he got up and he went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, You go, lie down. If he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So, so, so Samuel went and laid down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, <laughs> calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, see, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears of it, tingle. And for the next few minutes that are mine, I want to speak on the subject, 
when God speaks. When God speaks. When I, when I look at the state of this country, I have to ask myself, when is God going to speak? When, when I see the reports of, of the death count due to COVID, almost 200,000 people gone. I ask myself, when is God going to speak? Every time I, I, I see another black man's life snuffed out on video, I ask myself, when, when is God going to speak? Each, each day that the devil's minion holds a press conference spewing lies just like his father Satan, the father of lies, I ask myself, when is our God going to speak? Has there ever been a time such as this? When each day seems a little, a little gloomy, when each news report seems to be wrapped up in despair, when, when the word of the Lord is rare and the vision of God is not widespread. Oh, Father, when, when are you going? When are you going to speak? Then, then I came across 1 Samuel, the third chapter, it was in 1 uh, Samuel that the people of God were not following the ways of God. It was in 1 Samuel that the ministers of God did not do the will of God. It was in 1 Samuel that our Bible tells us God's voice was rarely heard and God's vision was rarely seen. But, but something happened in that third chapter of 1 Samuel. In, in, in the third chapter of 1 Samuel, God spoke and God revealed. Can you travel with me through 1 Samuel, that third chapter? For I believe it is there that our God wants to speak to you. And it's in that third chapter that God spoke to me. And I'm here to tell somebody this morning, God, still speaks. God still speaks. Now, now, now in that third chapter of 1 Samuel, the Bible says, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not been revealed to him. Can we stop right there? But we can stop right there. That should be some good news for somebody this morning. Don't miss this because uh, uh, I'm speaking to somebody this morning. That, did you hear what the Bible said? Samuel did not know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not been revealed to him, but still God spoke to him. And that is to tell somebody this morning that you need not be in church all your life. God still will speak to you. Uh, that, you don't have to be so holy and righteous. God still wants to speak to you. I, I hear you. You're not an officer in the church. That, that does not preclude you. God still wants to speak to you. I, I understand you, you, you may have skipped a few Bible studies to attend happy hour, but listen to me. That does not keep God from speaking to you. I, I know there are some people who are listening right now who may not yet know God, but can I tell you, our God still wants to speak to you. And, and, and I, I like the wording, I like the wording. Uh, it, it says, Samuel did not yet know God. It said not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Samuel did not yet know God. Can I ask you a question? Has anyone ever been to the place of not yet? 
Has anyone ever been caught in that location called not yet? Not yet is a dangerous place. It is a land. It is in the land of not yet where our faith is tested. It is, it is in the spiritual realm of not yet where our patience is pressed. It is on the battlefield ah, of not yet when we find whom do we put our trust? See, see, see not yet is the place in between where, where Jesus picked up his cross and, 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 and it's before he got to the place called Gol Golgotha. It, it is that, that space in between that not yet where he fell. It, it, it is in that place not yet where the women cried. It is, in, it is in that place, not yet, where an African named Simon from Cyrene had to help him. Not yet is not the place where God intends for us to end up. And it, it certainly is not the place where we started. It's someplace in between. I mean, have you ever been? in that place called not yet. When your money is funny and your change is strange and we've been praying for a financial breakthrough but nothing happens, can I welcome you to the place called not yet? When, when, when this relationship looks just like the last relationship, and we keep praying for a godless spouse, a godly relationship, but we keep looking in worldly places, guess what? Your area code is called not yet. When, when, when professionally, you, you, you know you deserve the promotion. You know you should be getting a better position. Uh, you are entitled to a raise. You've done proved yourself over and over again, but you have not come into it, at least not yet. You decided you're going to run your own business. You're going to leave working for somebody else behind, and, and then COVID came, and now you can't go back to that position, and, and, and you, you feel like you can't go forward because God still wants to bless you. You feel it in your heart. But it has not happened. At least not yet. When, when, when the preacher keeps preaching about tithing, bring the full tithing to the storehouse. But we keep giving God a tip rather than a tithe. And as a result, we are missing out on the promises of God where God says, uh, I will open up the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing upon your life. You will not have room enough to receive it. But because you refuse to give a tithe, you have put yourself in a position of not yet. Oh, you tired of worshiping online. <laughs> you just can't wait to get back inside the church again. You had enough of this social distancing. You don't know if you want to wear a mask, but can I tell you, there is no vaccine and this, this disease, unproportionately, uh, 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 kills black and brown people more than anyone else. So the church cannot be open, at least not yet. This, 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 this place of not yet is real, and it can be either self-imposed, it can be godly driven. But here it is, not yet does not mean always. Not yet does not last forever. Ah, not yet has a beginning date and an end date. Weeping may endure for a night. Can I tell somebody that joy does come in the morning? Get ready to shout because just like Samuel, our not yet period is about to come up to an end. It is right around the corner. Let me not get too excited.
at least not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, what, 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 what can we learn from Samuel to get us past our period of not yet? Well, let me back this thing up. Let me back it up. Uh, the scripture says in the third verse that Samuel was lying down in the temple of God where the ark of God was. When, when Samuel heard God speaking, Samuel was in the place where God was located. Samuel was up in the church. And I'm not saying we cannot hear the voice of God in the nightclub. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that we, we can't hear God speak to us in the strip club. And, I, and I'm not saying that we cannot hear God, God's tone in the pool hall. And by the way, before you get your, your face in a frown and your pants tighten up, because I mentioned nightclub, strip club, or pool hall, or crack house, remember, Jesus came to heal the sick, not the righteous. So you can, you can turn your face around right now. I'm not saying our God cannot speak anywhere and everywhere, for our God is omnipresent and omnipotent and omniscient. But I can tell you that I can almost guarantee you that it would be a little easier to hear the voice of God in God's house. See, those who believe that they do not need to find a church home to experience the voice of God, they're just fooling themselves. If we want to hear from the doctor, we don't go to the nail salon, we go to the doctor's office. If, if we want our finances reviewed, we, we don't go to Chick-fil-A, we go to our accountant's office. If we want to hear the voice of God, doesn't it make sense that we put ourselves in the place where God has proven that shown up, he can be heard. It is in the church where God speaks. It is in the church where, where, where God speaks through music. It is in the church where God speaks through the reading of the scripture. It is in the church where God speaks through the preached word. It is in the church where God's Holy Spirit will move and move within you in prayer. Yes, God still speaks. And if we are in the right place, we can hear the voice of God at the right time. And that, and that begs the question, preach pricey, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. That begs the question, that begs the question, how do you know? It's the voice of God. How, how, how do you know? And, that, and that's really what I want to wrestle with for just a couple minutes, and, and then I'll take my seat. How do you know when it's God speaking? You see, it's important for us to know who is speaking to us and directing us if we are going to get the place that God has in store for us. The Bible says, be careful and test every spirit because Satan will disguise his voice to sound like the voice of God in order to mislead us and discourage us. Where do I get that from? Second Corinthians 11 chapter, the 14th verse, it says it right there. It says, Satan will disguise himself as an angel of light. So it is not strange if Satan's ministers also disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness. We must be careful about who we listen to and who we take instructions from because you never know whether it's the voice of our enemy. We, we, we have to be able to recognize the, if it is the voice from God or if it's a word from Satan. See, 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 God will speak anointing. Satan will throw accusations. God, God will speak a blessing. Satan will speak burdens. God will speak calmness. Satan will speak calamity. God will speak development. Satan will speak destruction. God will speak empowerment. Satan will speak execution. God will speak forgiveness. Satan will speak fear. God will speak generosity. Satan will speak greed. God will speak about heaven. Satan will try to get us to go to hell. God will inspire. Satan 
will instigate. God will speak joy. Satan will speak about jealousy. God will speak love. Satan will put lust in your heart. God will speak miracles. Satan ain't do doing nothing but causing some mess. God will speak promises. Satan will speak pessimism. God will speak righteousness. Satan will speak revenge. God will speak sanctification. Satan will speak about sorcery. God will speak about a testimony. Satan will speak about terror. God will speak victory. Satan will make us a victim. We got to know who is speaking to us by the message that is given to us. Does it come from God? Does the message, does the message sound like it comes from God? Why are we on the, the subject of spoken words? You do know that the Bible says there is power in the tongue. And can I, can I reveal to my, my new congregation, uh, uh, St. Mark, a well-known fact, fact about me personally? Hear this, hear this, hear, hear, hear this, St. Mark. You, some of you may not know this, but listen, listen to this. I am unapologetically black. I, I, I am unashamedly black. I, I go to a black doctor. I, I use a black account. I go to a black desk. I purchase my home from a black broker. I am a black pastor, pastoring a black church. I love and I support black people and black businesses. And if you want to get a visceral negative reaction from me, then keep speaking negatively about black people and black culture and black businesses, because I won't have it. Can I clue you in on something? Their ice is no colder than ours. When they boil water, it comes at the same temperature as we do when we boil water. And until we start loving ourselves, we cannot love anyone else. And so while I'm pastor of this church, we will support our own, we will lift up our own, and we will not look down on our own. Now we can go back to our regular schedule program and let me get off of that. How do you know? How do you know? It is God speaking. Well, here's the first point. Here's the first point. God will always provide confirmation. God will always provide confirmation. God is never going to leave us wondering did I hear right? No, God will confirm his word for us. Just look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. God called Samuel not once, not twice, but three times. And when God called Samuel, God emphasized to whom he was speaking. God said, Samuel, Samuel. That's just to let somebody know that what is for you is for you. Uh, when God has planned for you, it's for you. When God will let you know and confirm it in his word. When, 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 when God wants to get our attention, God will keep calling you until we are clear it is for us. God will also put people and situations in our life to confirm his word. Did you see what he did? Samuel ran to Eli, and the word says Eli perceived it was the voice of God, and Eli told young Samuel, if you hear the voice again, say, speak, Lord. Woo! Your servant is listening. Our God will put people in places and situations to occur to make us more than aware that it was nobody but God speaking to us. We will receive confirmation if we just stay woke Open our hearts and say those words. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's number one. God will confirm. Here's number two. God will never contradict. God will never contradict. God will never contradict. Um, God's word never, God's voice, shall I say, will never contradict God's word. What God is telling us will never go against what God has written to us in this Bible. If the voice we hear speaks contrary to the word of God or the will of God, then this may not be good English, but it ain't God. It ain't God. 
telling us to steal from our fellow man. God is not telling us to lie or to cheat. God is not telling us to grab that person who lives across the street who gets on your last nerve by the throat. God is not telling us to sleep with somebody else's spouse. God is not telling us to gossip or spread rumors. God is not telling us we need not give a tithe. God is not telling us to be mean or seek revenge. God is not telling us to do anything that the Bible forbids us. Stop saying it was God when it was our own fleshly desire. Stop saying it was God when it was our own shortcoming. Stop saying it was God when it was what we wanted to do, our own wishes. Stop saying it was God. Don't put that which is not all of God on God. Oh, let me say that again. Stop putting that which is not of God on God. And God's message for Eli and for Samuel and for the people of Israel is the same message for us. It's this which follows. If my people will humble themselves and, 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 and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. We want to heal him? Humble yourself. Seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. You want a blessing? Humble yourself. Seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. You want a reward? Humble yourself. Seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. We want to hear the voice of God? Then humble yourself. Seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. God speaks and his message will be consistent with his word. How do you know it's God speaking? God will provide confirmation. God will never contradict. And here's my final point, and I'm finished. God, when God speaks, woo, things happen. I'm here to tell somebody, when God speaks, things happen. Uh, uh, let, let us go to the word. Let's go to the word. That 11th verse. Then the Lord said to Samuel, see, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make both the ears of anyone who hears it tingle. Woo! Uh, that was the Holy Spirit. That was the chills going up and down my spine right now. When God speaks, things happen. And, and God is about to do something that is going to make you tingle. <laughs> God is about to do something that will make you feel uh, the power of God shoot up and down your spine. God is about to do something St. Mark says going to blow our mind. God is about to do something that, 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 would, that would get you to turn about faith. God is about to do something that will shock you and, 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 and surprise you. God is about to do something, my brothers and sisters, that will make the hair on your arms stand up. God is about to do something, East Orange, that has never been done before. I don't know who I'm speaking to. But if you're watching this, this virtual service, I'm here to tell you, God is about to do something. If you can hear me right now, I'm here to proclaim it to you. I speak truth. God is about to do something. God is going to do something exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ever ask or imagine. God is about to do something in our life. If you believe it, Shut amen. I don't even worry, I'll shut it for you. Hallelujah. God is about to do something. There's some families that are about to be restored. God's about to do something. There's some people that are about to join the church. God is about to do something. And there's some souls that are about to be saved. God's about to do something. There's some bodies that are about to be healed. God's going to do something. There's some financial breakthroughs that are about to occur. God is about to do something. There's some generational curses that are about to be broken. God is about to do something. Can you feel it? Woo! God's about to do something. 
God's about to do something. Do, 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 do you want God to do something for you? Go to Cody Sale where I have nothing. But I offer you Jesus the Christ. He's about to do something. I, I, I don't know who I'm speaking to. You've been trying it your own way so long. Can you try Jesus? He wants to do something. Well, or maybe you're a member of a church or you're not a member of a church and you need a new church home. Or you need to come back home. Listen, this is, this is virtual service. I don't care where you live or, or where you're located. I would love to be your pastor. We would love to be your church home. Ha. You hear now? Come on in. God is about to do something. I need you. And we need you at a church. God is about to do something. God is speaking. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. That's, that's my message for you today. Listen, you and you, you don't got to run down the aisle. Just, just right. I, I, I hear you, Lord, calling me. I hear you. I, I want some of this power. So I, 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 I'm going to try this Jesus thing. I believe. See, the Bible says of you. If you believe in your heart, accept with your mouth that Jesus died on Calvary and three days later he got up, then you are saved. So say it. And if you just said that for the first time or second time or the 50th time, I welcome you. Don't you know the angels in heaven are singing? And just, just, just type in the comment section. Or, or I wanna. I'm, I'm saved now. I'm saved now. I receive it. I just wanna pray with you for it. Or, or maybe, again, maybe even one. You've been touched by this service. You know this is where you belong. I welcome you. I would love, love, love to be your pastor. Pastors and St. Mark would love to be your church home. I don't care where you are. God's about to do something. Heavenly Father, I declare the creation in the name of Jesus that you are about to do something in the lives of every believer and non-believer who may be listening on this on this service. Father God, I ask that you would go to your homes of each and every person. They will touch them right where they are right now. Give them the courage to come forward right now. Give them the courage to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Give them the courage, Father God, to, to come forth and become a part of this church family. Father God, that's what we're asking. That's what we're asking. We're asking, Father God, where nothing can happen without you. So God, come forward. Come forward. Come forward and touch those. Do something in their lives. Do something in their family lives. Change them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Listen, listen. If you have been touched by this service, I'm done. I'm done. If you have been touched by this service in any way, if God spoke to you in any type of way, uh, I'm asking you. I'm begging you. I'm not too proud to beg. Uh, we could certainly use your assistance here at Mount uh, at St. Mark's. We could use your assistance here at St. Mark's. So there's plenty of ways to give. There's plenty of ways to give. You can because uh, we have. A, we give out food on Fridays, and then we have this prayer line from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. every day. Uh, we have a beautiful church, and we're going to do so many great things in this church, but we can't do it without your assistance. So I'm asking you, if you could give, you could give, if you could give, you can go to our website, www.saintmarkame.org. 
and there's a way for you to give. You can give through Givelify. You can give through Cash App. Whatever your method of giving is, you can go through PayPal, whatever. Or maybe you just want to mail us a check. You're free to do that. You just mail it to St. Mark's A&E, 587 Springdale Avenue, East Orange, New Jersey, 07107. 07107, correct? 07017. 07017. I'm still working. God's working on me. God's working on me. God's going to do something. God's going to do something. Yes, yes, yes. So, or if you want to stop by the church today, someone will be here from 11 until 1 to take your offering. I thank you. I thank you because God is speaking. And God hopefully spoke to you this day. Now let us end with a blessing. May God bless you and keep you. May God uh, shine his face upon you. May God lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I thank you. I thank you, Father God, for all those who participated in this worship service. And I'm praying, Father God, I'm praying that you will move in their lives. Do something. But we believe God is still speaking. May God bless you and keep you. Until next Sunday. Same time, same channel. May God keep you.